Welcome to Innovative Mindful Solutions with your host, Terry Galler. The stress of our fast-paced business world is exhausting executives and burning out good employees. In this program, we will explore proven ways to transform stress with the timeless skills you need to be successful in business and in life. Now, here is Terry Galler. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Monday. Um, I'm your host, Terry Galler, and the show is Innovative Mindful Solutions. So today, I want to talk directly to business leaders. So I have a definition of a leader. It's from Webster's Dictionary that says, a leader is anyone who holds him or herself accountable for finding potential in people and in processes. And so there's lots of leaders out there. There's business leaders, there's CEOs, there's team leads, there's people who are supporting processes or building businesses. And I want to talk about some of the most intense things that happen while we're trying to move our vision forward, especially when we're working with other people. So I call this facing the dragon. And the main dragon that most of us have to face is anger. So that's what today's show is going to be about. How do we face that dragon inside of us, those most intense emotions that get in the way of us building our business, connecting with the people that work for us, connecting with customers and colleagues especially when things don't go the way you expect them to go. And that's the tricky part, right? So as I was thinking about today's show, I continually go back to that conversation I had with Tara Shad about the power of connection. So if you haven't listened to it, it was on December 4th. Go back. Um, It's on my page. You can find the show. It's really worth another listen. She talked a lot about studying leadership qualities while she was in Italy. And one of the things that she found that sabotages good leadership is impulsivity and lack of emotion regulation. So what are the one emotion that dysregulates us the most? It's always anger. And anger is a hot spot for a lot of us. But here's the thing. We all get angry, right? I don't look at anger as something good, bad, right, or wrong. I look at anger as something that can be incredibly powerful. So think of it this way. We are all born with it. We are literally hardwired for the motion anger. A great illustration of that, if you haven't seen the movie Inside Out, it's a great little cartoon. I know it's designed for kids, but it does a great job at talking about kind of those five basic emotions that we're all born with. And any of you that's been around a baby knows that babies can get really angry. So we're hardwired for it. It's part of who we are. And the reason we're hardwired for it is because it has a function. Anger is important. Here's the way I think about it. No social change or really any kind of change happens without anger. I always think of the story of the mom that lost her daughter to a drunk driver. Her anger and her grief over that sparked a movement 
and now Mothers Against Drunk Drivers have changed the way we view drinking and driving. It has changed countless laws and regulations across this country. And it's changed the culture about how we think about drinking and whether we'll get into a car after we've had a couple drinks with our friends. That kind of anger can make powerful change. I think of the civil rights movement, the women's movement, both in the 70s and now, the gay rights movement, the Me Too campaign. All of these things stemmed from someone being angry enough to do something to make change. So anger can evolve into productive action. The catch is, is that we've got to use it correctly. And here's the other piece. We can't operate in anger all the time. If we did, we would burn ourselves out so quickly, it wouldn't be funny. And venting our anger, especially when we vent it at other people, can become really destructive. And anger very quickly shifts to blame. When we're really ticked off, we're looking at somebody who's responsible. It's got to be somebody else's fault. It's got to be something that went wrong. And we start to point the finger because we want things to go well. And when they don't, we're always looking for someone to blame. And so when we're a leader, anger, especially vented toward other people, can really back people up. Puts them right back on their heels. It gets them in that corner and it makes people defensive. And here's the thing I see is that when you put people in a corner, it breaks down the ability to have any kind of meaningful conversation. Because once a person has to spend their energy defending themselves instead of thinking about the process of what happened and what went wrong and how to fix it, you're never going to get to productive problem solving ever. And so as leaders, we really have to check what our goals are. What do we want? And I get that everybody's going to get angry. That's not the problem. The problem is how you utilize those feelings. So let's take a sec and talk about how anger impacts us physically, mentally, and emotionally. I know a couple shows ago we talked about anxiety and how fear affects our body. Well, anger does pretty much the same thing, but it has a different outcome. So I think of anger as keeping us in a heightened state of alert. You know, when we're fearful, we want to run. When we're angry, we want to fight. And fight is half of that fight or flight process that keeps us emotionally and physiologically unbalanced. Our blood pressure goes up. Our heart rate increases. Our central nervous system goes crazy. And... When we're angry, we're ready to attack at a moment's notice at whoever we perceive the enemy is. And we begin to act on this state 
as if what we're thinking is a fact. Anger also has a really specific thought process to it. And it really says that person, that situation is purposefully trying to piss me off. My daughter has a saying, especially when we're on the highway, and every city has traffic. Phoenix has some pretty decent traffic too. But when someone cuts us off or someone is raging and you can see it as they're passing you, my daughter always says, I hope someone's giving birth in that car, (laughs) which is a great way for us to reframe the anger of someone cutting us off. But that's all road rage is. It's about that person's trying to do something purposefully to me to piss me off. And the more we assign blame to other people, the more dysregulated and angry we're going to be. So think about this for a second, is that in that state of mind, the brain is completely flooded with emotion. And the part of the brain that thinks and is reasonable and is rational, our frontal lobe, again, literally shuts down and it's completely not functional. So all we're doing is thinking, or excuse me, all we're doing is feeling or just not thinking. And here's the thing with anger is that because it has this forward energy to it, because it has this aggressiveness to it, a lot of times our anger will kick out of our mouths and we will say things that we would never ever say on a normal basis. We just wouldn't. So we have to be really, really careful because when those things come flying out of our mouths, they're usually blameful and hurtful and they can damage our working relationships faster than anything else. The other side of our brain that really gets affected when we're angry is our language side, which is on the left side of our brain. Do you ever notice when you're pissed off and really angry that like you can't make words? I always call it caveman language. It's like "Eh, uh, uh," we make a lot of sounds, but we don't make a lot of words. That's because that part of the brain really isn't functioning well. And so that language that we need to process things in a reasonable way is no longer functioning. And so we have to be really, really careful when we're angry that all of this energy doesn't kick out our mouths in a way that blows up processes, blows up relationships, blows up the work that our colleagues are doing, And it really can put us in a really difficult position. And so we need to find other ways to step back from that and do something really, really different. The one part of our our language that does work really well is swearing. For some reason, swearing bypasses that part of the brain and we can come up with words that we would never ever say on a regular basis. Show of hands, who's done that? Raise your hands. We've all done it. We've all done it. But how hard is it to fix afterwards? So what we're going to talk about is how do you do something different? What can you do instead of putting yourself in this fight stage 
and being unable to do the things you want to do as a good leader, to be able to encourage people, not belittle them. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how you can manage anger, what it does for you, how do you do things in the right way, and be able to get some perspective on what drives that emotion and how as leaders you can use that in a more effective way. So while we're on break, do me a favor. Take a minute, check in with yourself. Ask yourself how does anger affect you at work? How does it affect you as a leader? Give that a thought and we'll be back in two minutes and we'll talk about this some more. See you in a few. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Terry Geller can bring her extensive experience, compassion, and humor to your next business keynote or event. Terry can show you how mindful-based approaches can reduce stress, improve responsiveness, and impact your creativity and decision-making in a positive way. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Innovative Mindful Solutions is your source for comprehensive training for business leaders wanting to get the best out of themselves and their teams now. Set up a consultation today. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on leadership training, team building, customizing workshops, and overall solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler. If you have a question or a comment for today's guest, call us at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to terry at terrygaller.com. Now, back to Innovative Mindful Solutions. Hi, welcome back. Appreciate you joining me. Today we're talking about facing the dragon, looking at our emotions, especially anger, and how we can use that in a way that's going to move our businesses forward versus sabotage our goals. So hopefully you took a couple minutes and was able to check in with yourself to be really honest about how your anger affects your leadership 
and really kind of get some awareness about that. So if you did that, congratulations. Awareness is the first step, and that's really tough to do. It's a brave process, so good job. So here's one of the things I think drives a lot of anger, especially for people running their own businesses. Everybody who starts a business, first of all, congratulations, because that is the epitome of bravery, especially in today's climate. You, I'm sure, have spent hours thinking about your business, thinking about your product, thinking about the dream that you want to put out there in the world. I'm sure you've spent countless hours talking to people, imagining how this will go, developing things, testing things. And that personal investment has value. And it also gets us very attached to our dreams. It's our baby. Our businesses are our babies. And we become very protective of them. They're part of us that we're putting out in the world, no different than our children. So because of that, we have a vision of exactly how we want that to go. And we cling really tightly to that outcome because we've thought about this for how long? Hours and hours and days and weeks and months and years. And so the problem with that is, is that the more we hang on to the outcome and the more we hang on to this very clear idea of how we want it to go, the result is when things don't go our way or how we think they should go, the ultimate emotion that comes out of that is anger because we know how it's supposed to go. We know exactly how it's supposed to be. And when it doesn't go that way, boy, that kicks us into anger faster than anything else. The problem is, is that when we get tied to that specific outcome, it causes us to be really rigid and that anger can actually blind you to new and better possibilities that might be evolving right in front of you. Or you could have built a team that has great ideas about how your project should go, but because you're so attached to the way you see it in the world, you may be missing some really great feedback from your employees and that anger keeps you separate from them. So it's a tricky thing. You have to be careful about staying so rigid to your dream and letting anger get in the way of sabotaging what you want to create in the world. Here's the other thing about anger that I think is important. I see anger as a self-protective mechanism. And let me tell you what I mean by that. I think anger is a great way to shove people back and give you space between you and them, whoever the them might be. Um, so if you've been following me for a while, you know that my brain thinks in pictures. So here's the way I kind of imagine that to be. So think of it this way. There's a castle on a hill and in the castle, there's a terrifying fire-breathing dragon. And the villagers all know that the dragon is there and they never approach the castle because they don't want the dragon to get ticked off and 
fly out of there and burn down their village. And we know the dragon's there because every now and then we see smoke rising up out of the highest tower. So can you see that? Villagers are standing back, dragon in the tower. And the fear and avoidance of knowing that dragon is there is palpable to the villagers. And they know that they have to stay back because their life depends on it. And it's easy to understand why the villagers would be afraid. But I want you to take the idea and the perspective of the dragon. Here's what the villagers don't know. Is that the dragon is up in the tower alone and wounded. He's isolated and utterly in pain. And it hides, relying on the villagers' fear so that they don't get too close because if they do, they might see how really vulnerable the dragon really is. So by blowing smoke and fire out the window once in a while, it gets to be intimidating enough that people stay away and the dragon stays safe. How often do people use this tactic in leadership? That staying back from your employees, putting yourself up in a tower, acting like your ideas are the only ones that matter and you keep yourself apart from your teams and get them to do things by instilling fear and blowing fire and smoke once in a while, how effective is that really? I think that that's not a great way to approach things because it keeps us separated. But a lot of people use this tactic. You know, we demand perfection from our teams and our workers, and we believe that the fear of reprisal and wrath will motivate them to do their best work. I used to work for someone like this who believed that screaming and yelling and ranting and raving at every staff meeting, at lording over us and putting the fear of God into us was the best way to keep us motivated and on task. And from personal experience, the only thing I know that that bred was loathing for that person. It felt demoralizing. It felt unmotivating. And the last thing it made us want to do is give our best. And so as leaders, if we often convince ourselves that we have the only right idea, that we have the only path to success, that the way to motivate the people below us is through intimidation or fear or rigidity, we are not only going to burn ourselves out as good leaders, but you are going to lose good employees because that's what happened at the job I was working. That one by one, we all left because it wasn't worth working for this person no matter how good the vision was and no matter how much we were dedicated to the process of what we were all trying to build. It just wasn't worth it. And eventually it takes its toll. And so what we have to learn as good leaders is that we have to realize that showing up 
is more important than being right. And showing up means that you step into a room as the real you, not as the perfect you or as leadership you or as the person who only knows how to fix it and only has the right answers, but someone who's willing to be open, someone who's willing to hear what people really have to say, someone who's secure enough to listen to other people's ideas and recognize that the people below you want to contribute to your mission. They want to contribute to your success. But if they're only met, excuse me, if they're only met with anger and criticism, they're not going to give you their best. And in all fairness, they're going to look for a way out. So we've got to be able to look at this from a very different perspective. Yes, anger can be motivating in a way as a process toward change, but anger is not an effective leadership style. Let me say that again. Anger can be a great way to promote change. However, anger is not a productive leadership style. You've got to be willing to work from the inside out and do this in a very different way because modern business and the way people come to business now has changed dramatically in the last 50 years. We're not just building widgets. We're contributing to things that matter to us. And especially when your business is your baby, you're going to want to grow this thing in a way that not only grows your business, but good leaders grow their employees. And in order to do that, you've got to get in there with them. You've got to not be the dragon in the tower, but you've got to be willing to meet them where they are, to show them that you don't always have all the answers, and to not only lead the teams, but be in there with them. And that is a process of vulnerability. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. I want you to think a little bit about what your management style is. How do you lead? Do you lead like the dragon power? Or are you opening the drawbridge and inviting people in? Understanding their ideas and seeing what they have to contribute as well. So think about that for a minute. We'll be back in two, and we'll talk more about facing the dragon. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Innovative Mindful Solutions is your source for comprehensive training for business leaders wanting to get the best out of themselves and their teams now. Set up a consultation today. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on leadership training, team building, customizing workshops, and overall solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. 
Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Terry Geller can bring her extensive experience, compassion, and humor to your next business keynote or event. Terry can show you how mindful-based approaches can reduce stress, improve responsiveness, and impact your creativity and decision-making in a positive way. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email terry at terrygaller.com. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler. If you have a question or a comment for today's guest, call us at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to terry at terrygaller.com. Now, back to Innovative Mindful Solutions. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So today we're talking about facing the dragon and dealing with intense emotions, especially as leaders. So one of the things that we have to be careful of is anger often leads to blame. It's inevitable. When we're angry, we want to point the finger at somebody and blame somebody for what went wrong. But the problem is, is that once you do that, once you move into blame and criticism, the entire room will go on complete self-defense mode. They will self-protect and they will try to defend themselves and you will never solve anything. So if your goal is to blame somebody, that will work. But if your goal is to solve a problem, If your goal is to find out why something's not working, if your goal is to figure out what's getting in the way of you getting your best out of your teams and the people that you work with, you're going to have to approach this in a different way. Now, I'm not saying you don't have a right to be angry, because you do. Everybody does. But you have to decide if that's how you want to walk in a room, because As anybody knows who's ever sat in a meeting that somebody's walked in really upset and really angry, it's palpable. That energy walks through the door before you do. And inevitably, it sets everyone on their heels. So as a good leader, the first thing you're going to have to do if you want to do this differently is you're going to have to stop and recognize that you're going to have to walk in a room in a different way. Now, I get that anger gives you the urge to walk in, rip people's heads off, cut people down at the knees, and just kick butt and take names. I get it. But that's not going to do you any good. And the other thing it's going to do 
inevitably is make the people that work for you not trust you. Because if they feel threatened, if they feel like their head's the next one on the chopping block, why would they trust you? And so as a good leader, the first thing you're going to have to do is really take a step back. Here's the thing about anger. I know that every emotion has an action attached to it. Think about it this way. When we're depressed, we want to crawl in bed and pull the covers over our heads. When we're anxious, we want to run. Well, anger wants to kick butt. Anger is the thing that wants to jump in the ring and start swinging. But that's not going to serve you well as a leader. And so the one thing you may have to do is a thing we call opposite action. You may have to do the exact opposite of what you have an urge to do. And that means gently, consciously take a step back. It means taking a moment, taking a breath, and looking at what's driving your anger. Because that's where the control lies. If you think control lies in the anger itself and going in there and just ripping people up, that'll work, but it's going to destroy more bridges than you build. The other thing I know about anger is that nine times out of ten, anger is covering up another emotion underneath. And those emotions are harder to feel. Those emotions can be embarrassment. It can be disappointment. It can be shame or hurt. And as good leaders, the more curious we get about what's really fueling our anger, that's where the gold is. Because then we can go, wait a second, yeah, I'm really upset and I'm angry. But boy, you know what? I'm really embarrassed that this went this way. You've got to look at that. Or I'm really hurt that these people didn't follow through. Or I'm completely disappointed at the lack of effort my team put in. Now you've got to get curious about those and breathe into those questions. What is really driving this thing? And the more you do that, the more you can really get a handle on what's happening for you. And once you do, then you can walk into that room in a whole different way. Instead of talking about the things that you're angry about, you can talk about being disappointed. Now, I get that that's a really vulnerable process for most leaders. But I tell you what, if you talk about how you're feeling from a really honest perspective, not only are you going to get more connection with the people that you work with, you're going to get respect, I promise you. Because people respect, they respect it when you show up and you really are the real you. Not some dragon in the castle, but the real you. So that's a hard thing. I get it. That's a really hard thing. And I get that people will go, you know, I don't have time for that. 
I don't have time to sit back and get all curious about my emotions and blah, blah, blah. But the more you practice this, the more you realize it doesn't take a lot of time. And the clearer you get about what's driving your feelings, the more proactive you can be in fixing them. Here's the other thing about anger is that there is a big thought process to it. And a lot of that thought process is really about somebody's doing something to me. So like I said before, anger has this kind of forward energy to it. If you can't get out of your office or go do something else, I'm a firm believer in imagery in our heads. Because here's the thing, the brain doesn't know the difference between the things we think about or the things that are happening in real time. It literally processes it all the same way. So I always see anger as something hot, like a big ball of fire. So if I can imagine that ball of fire, that anger sitting in my head, and I know that anger has an energy to it that wants to leave and wants to move, I can imagine that big hot ball of anger going from my head, down my neck, through my shoulder, down my arm, and I can imagine that hot ball of energy in my head, and then I'm going to throw it as hard as I possibly can, get rid of it. And you may have to do that a couple times. Okay, I just threw that big old hot ball against a wall. Watch it explode. It's kind of fun. It's like David Letterman with the sound of breaking glass in the back. But the anger's still there. Okay, do it again. Imagine that energy, that ball of fire coming down your arm into your hand and throw it away. And the more you give that energy, that anger, a way to move and a way to get out of your body, you will inevitably start to calm down. And the second you start to calm down and take a breath, that frontal lobe of your brain, that reasonable gatekeeping part of your brain starts to turn back on and goes, oh, okay. Glad we're back. Now we need to just kind of think about how we want to handle this and move forward. And so taking some kind of action with that anger can be a really useful tool. The catch is, is not taking that action out on other people that can really destroy the trust, and the positive working relationships you have. And especially fighting with people that are there to support your vision and your mission and the things that you value in your business. By demoralizing those people, you will never get your best out of them. And you're not going to get your goal of moving your business forward. And so I want you to think about those things. I want you to think about ways that you can move that anger in a way that's a lot more effective. I'm a big fan of journaling or just sitting at your computer and typing something out. 
if you got to pound it out on the keyboard, that's great. Just do me a favor. Don't put it in an email and don't hit send. Okay. Not a good idea. But when you're really angry and you've got all these words banging around in your head, sometimes it's really great to just get it out of your head, write it down, put it on paper. And then maybe when you're done, you rip it up, you burn it outside in a trash can, you do something with it. But you're not burning bridges with it. So I get that dealing with anger in an effective way is really a mindful process. And it takes bravery. And it takes curiosity. And it takes a willingness to engage in yourself with yourself and get curious about what's driving your emotions. Because once you get that clarity, then the solutions to whatever you're dealing with are going to be right in front of you. They always are. And then how you engage your teams is going to put them in a place where they can help you reach your goals. That's the whole point. That's what they're there for. And that's what good leadership does. So we're going to take another break. And when we come back, I want to share some really interesting thoughts about what leadership can do in the 21st century and thinking about how mindfulness can affect that. So we're going to take a quick couple minute break. And then we'll be back to wrap things up. Thanks, and I'll see you in a few minutes. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Terry Geller can bring her extensive experience, compassion, and humor to your next business keynote or event. Terry can show you how mindful-based approaches can reduce stress, improve responsiveness, and impact your creativity and decision-making in a positive way. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Innovative Mindful Solutions is your source for comprehensive training for business leaders wanting to get the best out of themselves and their teams now. Set up a consultation today. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on leadership training, team building, customizing workshops, and overall solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are 
are listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler. If you have a question or a comment for today's guest, call us at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to terry at terrygaller.com. Now, back to Innovative Mindful Solutions. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. So today we're talking about those difficult emotions that can actually sabotage your leadership and get in the way of you leading the way you want to lead in the world. So this last segment, we talked about ways to mindfully address those emotions. Another great way to deal with really intense emotions is just something that's self-soothing. Taking care of yourself, especially when you're in that fight or flight mode, is really important. And those are simple things you can do at your office. I always keep um, some great smelling lotion in my desk drawer that feels good, smells good, helps me get grounded. Um, a, A candle that smells great or some soothing tea or something that actually makes you focus and helps you get grounded and calm down are great tools to use when you're really overwhelmed. And so you just use what you got. Use what's in front of you. It, it, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's just about being willing to shift and being willing to recognize that by showing up in a different way, you're going to be a more effective leader. So one of the things I wanted to share with you guys today is um, if you haven't read the book Daring Greatly by Brene Brown and you're a leader, I highly recommend it. She not only talks about the power of vulnerability and the willingness to show up and how you do that in the world, but also looks at it specifically from a business sense. So I wanted to read you something that I think is really important. And if you're a business leader out there, I want you to think about these words as if they are coming from your employees or your teams. So this is called the Daring Greatly Leadership Manifesto. And again, listen to it as if you're being talked to by the people that you lead. So it starts out, we want you to show up. We want to learn and we want to inspire. We are hardwired for connection, curiosity, and engagement. We crave purpose, and we have a deep desire to create and to contribute. We want to take risks, embrace our vulnerabilities, and be courageous. When learning and working are dehumanized, when you no longer see us and no longer encourage our daring, or when you only see what we produce or how we perform, we disengage and turn away from the very things that the world needs from us, our talents, our ideas, and our passion. What we ask is that you engage with us, show up beside us, and learn from us. Feedback is a function of respect. When you don't have honest conversations with us, about our strengths and about our opportunities for growth. We question our contributions and your commitment. Above all else, we ask that you show up, let yourself be seen, and be courageous. 
dare greatly with us. Isn't that a great manifesto? You can get that on BreneBrown.com. You can actually download it. It's great for a bulletin board at work. But it really speaks to what workers and teams need from us as leaders. Not only do they need our guidance and a vision and setting out an agenda, that's important. But they don't need us to be the dragon on high in the tower. They need us to come down, open the drawbridge, and invite them in. They need us to be brave, be vulnerable, show that we don't have all the answers, and be willing to take responsibility for our own emotional process and still show up. I love the part about feedback is a function of respect. And that's not dictating to people about their strengths and weaknesses and what they're doing wrong and all of those things, but really having an honest dialogue about what's going well, what we see your potential as. As leaders, we're also supposed to be good teachers. How do we help teach them the things that they're missing? or encourage them to get the skills that will move them forward, not only in their career, but in our business. Those are the things that matter. And those are the things that make good leaders. So remember that leadership is a function and anger can be part of that process. Anger can be a process for change. It really can be. It is the thing that gets us motivated to make change in the world or create a product that makes change in the world or create a service that we see that moves something forward. But we've got to remember that it's not a great way to lead and it can't be your leadership style. As a leader, you have to be willing to show up, to be seen and to take risks And to be brave, not only with your employees, but really be brave with yourself. Be brave enough to get curious about your own emotional process. That's the whole idea behind Innovative Mindful Solutions, is getting curious, being mindful and aware about what's going on with us, so that as we explore our own process and work from the inside out, that we can then share those things with our employees. We can lead from a place of real authenticity and become not only the best leaders we can be, but absolutely our best selves. And isn't that the whole point? That we can be the best we can be and lift people up to be the best that they can be as well. And so that's been the whole point behind Innovative Mindful Solutions. Tonight is my last show of the series. And so I wanted to take a minute to say thank you. Thank you to all of you that have been listening. I've had people listening from all over the country, from Michigan to Florida, to Pennsylvania, to Washington State to people here in Arizona. I've had international listeners from Hong Kong and Germany and Ireland and New Zealand. 
I have to say that this experience has been more than I could have hoped for, and it's helped me grow in ways that I could not have anticipated. I would also really like to thank my family and my friends for their help. I couldn't have done this without you. I especially want to thank my daughters and my husband. Their unwavering faith in me sustains me in ways that I can't even explain, and I couldn't be more grateful. I also want to personally thank my executive producer, Winston Price, who believed in innovative mindful solutions and my ideas from the beginning, helped calm my fears because I'd never done a radio show before, and really helped me show up and be brave. I also want to thank uh, Matt and A-Rod, my engineers, who have been so awesome week after week. And so... If you're out there listening, please drop me a line. Let me know how this has helped. Let me know what you'd love to see me do in the future. You can always drop me an email at terry at terrygaller.com. I would love to hear from you, and I truly do value your feedback. If you want to learn more about Innovative Mindful Solutions and what it can do for you and your business, you can always check out my website at www.innovativemindfulsolutions.com. Or again, you can shoot me an email. You can also find Innovative Mindful Solutions on Facebook. Or you can also follow Terry Galler LPC. That's my professional Facebook page to see what I'm up to next. So again, I really appreciate all of you out there. Thank you so much for all your support and for listening in over the last nine weeks. I so appreciate it, and I'm so looking forward to see what comes next. I've been your host, Terry Galler, and you've been listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions on Voice America Business Channel. Until we meet again, remember to work from the inside out. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.